Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Cause like I get like the sweaty back. So when I'm on the subway, I can like feel like the droplets in like the summertime or like when I'm wearing a parka and it's so hot on oh, the subway. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just walking. Everyone, everyone just like faints like on the train. Like there are always like medical delays like in the mornings, like when people are just starting like at the beginning of winter heat when stroke? they're trying to like figure their shit out. No, not heat oh. strokes. People are fainting because they're wearing parkas and it's hot as shit on the subway and it's packed. Um, but that's the worst. And you can like feel it like dripping down your back and there. You're like, there's nothing I can do about it. And then I get to work and I like literally just sit at my chair until like lunch so it can dry. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Oh that's why I wear black all the time. <laughs> I wear black a lot too. That's not because I sweat a lot. I just like black. Also, I love, yeah, same. Like, I know I made the mistake of wearing like a um, pair of like light pink leggings to a really hard yoga class like a few weeks Never. ago. And I like my crotch was like, <laughs> just like a wet stain yeah and i was like this that, is great that was like when carly and i went i was wearing red leggings and it was mm-hmm. like a huge wet spot yeah yeah <laughs> on my crotch yeah if i didn't like i so badly want to buy like different colored workout tights but i can't like i have to i just have to choose I'm what i wear ripping in sweat after oh. i mean like i don't care i'm just like oh nice. yeah when you're at the yoga studio it's one thing for sure you're like doing groceries or something <laughs> Have you guys been following Amanda Bynes and, and what's been happening on her Instagram lately? I saw like some article about it. Just saw that you looked at the picture of her and I was like, what the fuck? I don't fully know the details. I know um, she recently got engaged to Paul. To Paul. Um, but who's something Paul? happening? Paul is love. Exactly. Who is Paul? Paul is love. <laughs> they probably met in rehab. They did. be real. Oh, yeah, they did. They're both recovering. Addicts. Um, oh, have each other. I feel so bad for her. And now she has like two face tattoos. I know. Oh, I saw that. I first thought it was an Instagram. I'm like filter. really worried about her. I know. I, it's so it's so shitty because like, you know, like the last episode we were talking about like some of our favorite movies growing up and how they influenced our life and stuff. And like, she's the man. Oh, she's so, the, good. Um, so good. You know, yeah. uh, What a Girl what Wants. A girl wants yeah. I mean, these movies were. And then the Amanda Bynes show. Sydney oh. Snow. Sydney, Sydney White. Cindy White. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great, that was, see, that was a take on a Snow White. Snow White. And she was exactly. beautiful. Like, I remember, yeah. like, looking, like, as a kid being like, oh, I love Amanda Bynes. Like, she's gorgeous. Yeah. I wish I looked like her. I'd always, like, make videos with my friends that were, like, the Amanda Bynes, like, skits. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, my sister and I would die of this one. There's this one video, and, like, her website was awesome. I don't remember if you guys went on it as a kid. Kind of, yeah, probably. And she, there's this one, she was, so, like, to this day, I think it's one of the funniest things. It's not going to be funny to you, but she was like, <laughs> standing and there's like a birdhouse in a tree and she just looks at it and she's like birdhouse i love you birdhouse birdhouse and like you know mike and she just kept yeah. on singing it my sister and i were like wow this girl is fucking fire this is funny as shit <laughs> and then there's this other one and she would like uh i think her name uh oh fuck and what was it and she like had like the fake teeth in and like it was her, like with, her hillbilly. with her piano yeah. teacher and she's like courtney she's like she's like courtney sit down she's like and she like yeah. oh, <laughs> and the girl who always liked eggs and she'd be like I like eggs yeah. <laughs> I'm like welcome to the girls room that oh my god oh I haven't said that so long <laughs> I forgot about that oh my god she's so like, many memories just came back into my head I know she's like Courtney, well-behaved girls don't perch on top of sofa tops. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) and her teacher was like so polite and amazing. Oh my God. Well, Amanda, you're not listening to this, but you know, I mean, you never know if she's dating. We're thinking about you. We're thinking about you girl. And, uh, we're here to support you. And yeah. Yeah. And, uh, why don't you, uh, intro us into this episode? Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. And Lauren, why don't you ask us why we're single? <laughs> we obviously didn't um, allocate these duties before, but we that's did. okay. We're figuring out as we it's go. Because, it was because it was um, my week to do an outline and I'm like, Meh, That's all right. We all know. It. We all know what's fun. coming. That's why um, are you guys single or should be single this week? Uh, I, okay. So I, um, my, the reason why I'm single this week, I think it just works very well with like the topic that we're mm-hmm. talking about today. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just like a very insecure person. Um, 
you know, <clears throat> not just like physical appearance, but I think like um, emotionally insecure as well. Um, and I think it's really put a hindrance on like my dating life and the lack thereof, because <clears throat> it's just I don't I, I don't feel worthy or pretty enough to like be talking to like these people on these apps and I don't want to put like my picture out there like my real pictures without like filters and shit and it's like so hard like it's it's just really difficult like to put yourself out there if you don't like you know anyway so I think that's like it's just uh insecurities suck and I think that they hold so many people back from doing such great things unfortunately so uh yeah and that's that's why I'm single we'll dig a little bit deeper into that um later on in the episode but yeah guys single because of insecurities now why should you be single as um I have really long toenails right now <laughs> are you your dog <laughs> no. it runs in the family okay, no so i like like mother like son <laughs> no like i refuse to get them okay so i get like shellac done mm-hmm. um when i get my toes done and like shellac the color lasts forever so when i get them done um I don't need to really get them done for like two months-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like, okay, I refuse to get them done until before my trip. But I can't take them off myself because it's shellac. I got to go there t- to get it removed. It costs $7. Just go get it off. Yeah. Per toe? No, no per total. <laughs> for both feet. Really? Yeah. Seven bucks? At my place it is. It's right down the road. Okay, but then I like need to get them done again. That's my issue. Like, I don't like mm. to just have like no colors have, on like, my some- Air let them breathe. Let those babies breathe. Let those talons breathe. <laughs> anyway, so my trip is in a month, and I'll get them done then. In the meantime, you might stab someone. So. No, I like. I did like try and cut them, uh, okay. and but it was hard to cut through yeah, like shellac nails. Oh, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like it's tough. Tough as nails. <laughs> she has jokes. <laughs> Lauren, why should you be single? Um, well, this one is also kind of on trend with this episode theme. Um, but I just like constantly think I'm gonna be broken up with. <laughs> like, I not that I like I do anything wrong or that anything is wrong and that where Ardell and I aren't happy, but like I just like always just think like for some strange reason he's mad at me and is gonna break up with me. Like I I don't know why. It's I, funny that you say that because um when JB and I were dating as long as like you and Arnold mm-hmm. were dating, um, I felt the same way. And yeah. like we like I constantly felt like I was going to do something or say something that was going to annoy him and that he was going to break up with me. And I'd be like, I'd ask him and I'd be like, are you going to break up with me? And he'd be like, no, stop it. And like, but yeah, you'll you'll get like past that point. You will. <laughs> yeah, like, I, he's given me nothing to go off of. Yeah. he's gonna break. Like, he literally asked me to meet his family like two days ago. But I'm like, I know. Yeah, everything like was, probably gonna break up with me. <laughs> everything's like going well, and then you just like have that like. <laughs> I'm gonna get broken up with. Yeah, I don't know, man. Insecure. You guys yeah. were worried about like you guys maybe like finding something in that person that made you want to break up with them. Like you guys were just you're always just no. Thinking, I just felt you would have fucked up on something. Yeah. 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 Really huh. interesting. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I'm like a fantastic girlfriend, but oh, I, just, <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I just, it's just insecure. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing you're talking about that because that's all we're talking about for the next gosh darn hour. So oh, joy. guys. Um, but yeah, so we're talking all about insecurities today. I mean, at the end of the day, we are um a dating podcast and i think it's fair to say that at some point in our lives throughout the dating process um whether it's when you're first initially starting to date whether it's further along in your relationship you know five years ten years it doesn't matter we all have insecurities and today we're just going to kind of be very vulnerable lay them all out on the table um and also go over some of your insecurities that you submitted to us so thank you so much for those who messaged us back and wrote in um and we're going to be talking about them and some of the trends that we also noticed because a lot of you guys were all so insecure. And like, I will say, I'll start off with the biggest one that you hear. It's I'm scared that I'm not enough. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. I, like when I was looking yeah. at this, all the story replies, like I saw that one, like more than any other reply, like everyone is so scared that they're simply not going to be enough. And I think that's a completely human like emotion. And it's, you know, it's, oh, yeah, you know, we all go through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like I've had that insecurity before, and I think it's like stemmed from like 
previous relationships that I thought were really good, like people mm-hmm. I've casually dated or dated more seriously, and it just like not being what that person wanted, not be mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me and like everything I had to offer. Just like we weren't a right match, but it still makes you feel like, oh, like was it this? Was it that? Was it something that I did? Maybe I'm not pretty enough. Maybe I'm not like. I don't know, good enough yeah. in bed. Maybe it's Makes like you a, think you know, of a like, million things. Yeah. Like, Even though like in reality, it's like not you mm-hmm. 99% of the time, but mm-hmm. it's just like, it's easy to get in your head and then like have that insecurity going forward into other relationships or dating situations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like, what are some of your other insecurities, Lauren? Like, what do you, what other, the other, so when you were dating, like what were some of your insecurities and you kind of alluded to what your current insecurity, like being in a relationship um, that, you know, the fear that this could end at any time, you haven't done anything, but it's just there lingering above you. Yeah. I mean, I think like when I was like dating, a lot of it was like, okay, you have like a really good date and it's like not ever hearing from that person again or like that like yeah exactly the feeling like oh I really liked them but like did they really like me did I say something like that I shouldn't have said did I drink too much did I, mm-hmm. I you know all those things that run through your head um in a relationship I feel like I am so used to being disappointed from guys in my past that it's like I expect to be disappointed. And it's not like I have a high bar expectation, but even like I noticed it recently because I had my birthday and Valentine's Day both in the same week. And even though like I had plans with Arnold and I like knew he wasn't going to bail on me, he's never bailed on me, especially like for something important. Um, In my head, there was like a part of me in the back of my head that was like, okay, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Like that this is going to be a good birthday or that like you're going to, I don't know, get flowers for Valentine's Day or like something like that. Cause it's like, I, I'm just used to guys like disappointing me on like important events and dates and like stuff like that, that I like expected. I even told him that I was like, I don't know. I had an- like anxiety this week and it took me a while to figure out why I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it was because I just like thought that like someone was going to ruin those days for me. <laughs> like, and I'm like, that's so like messed up. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like, you've given me no reason to think this, but it's just like, your past affecting your future like and making you insecure yeah for sure can you relate to that yeah definitely like I think like all the people I've dated in the past and all the relationships I've been in in the past like I JB's never given me a reason to be jealous or have trust issues with Mm -hmm. him but um I've gotten a lot better now but um just even like a month ago and like when we first started dating like I would just be like are you talking to anybody else? Like, what's going on? Like, and he'd be like, what? Like, no. And I, I just like, I just like would randomly bring up things that wasn't even a situation and make it a situation. And mm-hmm. I, and I always constantly feared that he was just going to leave me one day and just mm-hmm. like wake up one morning and be like, I don't really want to date you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'd like, I'd say that to him too. I'd be like, because Don't that's what happened to us Yeah, before. exactly. Uh-huh. Like you get ghosted or like someone disappears. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. But you guys like openly share these insecurities with your partners, right? Yeah. And yeah. so like where like, um, like I think there is like, right, just that's very vulnerable to be like, listen, I'm like feeling this way. Like, do you, do you bring it up to them to like let them know like this is how I'm feeling? Or is there ever like an ulterior, not like an ulterior motive, but in the back of your mind, it's just kind of like, um, I need constant validation or like I need validation. So I'm going to bring this up. And this is the only way I know how to get that validation is by like showing my insecurity to you. No, I don't, I don't do it for that. Like I share because I genuinely want that like JB to know what I'm going through and why I'm acting the way that I'm acting. Like, Mm -hmm. cause he's even like in the past been like, um, why are you this way? Like, what is going on? Like, why do you think these things? Like, why are you so negative? And I've actually had that said to me multiple times. Like in actually my previous relationship too, I had um, my ex say, why are you so negative about us? Because I'd always say like, this is going to end. And then like jokingly, it always like jokingly been like, oh, yeah, why don't you break like, up with me? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, 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 like if this lasts another year, like j- jokes like that. And he'd always be like, why are you like this? And so I have had said mm-hmm. like things like that um, with JB too. And he's like, why are you so negative? Yeah, where's that coming from? I was going to say, Mike, I want you to chime in on this because I think you can, you have a lot to say on this. And I think that having that male perspective here, like what's your side? I don't know. That's like, 
I'd feel the same way as them. I'd, I'd be seriously wondering or contemplating, like, why are you constantly bringing it up? Like, is it coming from past relationships? Are you hoping that it ends? No, it, it's uh, it's way? always like, because everything has always ended. Uh huh. So that's all I've ever known. Yeah, it's you like know? You, it's like you're insecure about it, so you just joke about it because yeah. it's easier yeah. than just being like in your head, like and defense oh. mechanism. Yeah, and I've really, been in relationships. As a guy, like it kind of puts you in a weird position. For oh, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's why I, I was asking about like what the intentions behind bringing this up yeah. actually were, because like when I. Like, I'm guilty of it, but I, I just, I feel like that guy would, I would find that, like, such a turnoff and, like, very unattractive. Sure. And, like, I think we have to be really, really careful, like, like how you approach it and, like, why you're bringing these feelings up. These it's good to talk about it. For but sure. Like, but, like, those, like, small comments over time, like, it's oh, yeah. mm-hmm. just, like, and I, feel I, don't, like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a part of me that would, like, joke about those things in relationships mm-hmm. that I just wasn't secure in and I didn't want. It was, like... The relationships with the wrong people that I felt like they maybe thought I like liked them 10 times more than they liked me and which probably was true. And so I try to like play it off as in like I didn't care like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe like for dating still by then. But like in reality, it was like it was just me trying to like fake protect protect yourself, which it wasn't really doing. It wouldn't have made a difference. I would have still been equally as hurt when things mm-hmm. ended. Like, such, so it doesn't for matter. For a guy to hear that, it's such like a what the fuck moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Because if someone it's said it to me, yeah, I, would, sure. I would I would, also be like, well, what does that, like, okay, yeah, like, are, we, are we breaking up? Do you, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> should I not care anymore? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Should I re-download <laughs> Tinder? Because it seems like you're, like, one foot in, the other foot out. Well, like, and I, I think one of my other insecurities, too, when dating uh, is, like, when you're not at a point that you really know what you are is like Mm. expressing Mm -hmm. your feelings because like, I don't want to be a person that like it puts myself out there and like makes myself vulnerable for someone to be like, yeah, you know, I'm not really on the same page, which at the end of the day, you'd rather get that out there and know that. But I just like, I'd rather just not talk about it than like Mm -hmm. have that like rejection. Mm -hmm. We're so scared to feel like the unpleasant emotions. And I think like straight up, like, we're trying so hard to protect ourselves from feeling that like that way that, yeah, we have create all of these um, defense mechanisms, which then like kind of turn into these like insecurities and they start festering. And I think that if we don't, you know, kind of nip them in the bud ASAP, they look at you guys, you're in like two great relationships, but you come with all of this, mm-hmm. you know, baggage, not and like I hate using the word, the term baggage for this, but essentially but you don't forget about your past. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, yeah. and it's just kind of like, it, it's really unfortunate. So I think we have to start like really practicing on like help, like like really truly like mental self-care mm-hmm. and like this is something and like you guys know like I work on like meditation has been like so helpful mm-hmm. like just like looking inwards and like I don't know like doing something that you love and like or like maybe it's like a music album or something that'll like lift your spirits up just like finding something um surrounding yourself with, like really good people uh just to kind of break yourself out of this constant rut yeah, so I, lo- I was looking up in the research for this episode, I was looking up just like naturally. ways, mm-hmm. naturally, it was like ways to like deal with your insecurities and help with your insecurities. And yeah. like um, one of them was like, like kind of like what you said, like working on your inner dialogue because mm-hmm. you have that, you're always yep. got that like angel and devil on your shoulder, right? Where you're like, this is that, that angel who's like, oh my God, I like him so much. Like, like I'm falling in front of the devil being like, don't fall too hard. Like, mm-hmm. you you're know, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Um, and so, like, I think it's like really like acknowledging that inner monologue and like changing it, like catching yourself in those thoughts and like changing what you're saying to yourself. But also, like, one tip that I thought was like, really good thing is like yes surrounding yourself with good people but also thinking when you're like feeling insecure whatever it is about like dating or your body or whatever is like tell yourself what your friends would say to you like Mm -hmm. what would your best friend say to you if you were like expressing these thoughts out loud and like i think like that's like a good way to change your inner Mm -hmm. monologue because your best friend's going to talk to you in a completely different way than like you're going to talk to yourself right Mm -hmm. hopefully Hopefully. i mean yeah Yeah. (laughs) and if not you need to find a new best friend. yes yeah like but i thought those were some like good Mm-hmm. like yeah no and voices inside mm-hmm. your head <laughs> that's true and like and like your like your inner dialogue is really truly so powerful and the more you keep on feeding it like the negative thoughts and the negative energy like it's just 100 percent gonna fester so do something about it 
totally man for sure (laughs) um but yeah so i want to read you guys some of the insecurities that people had when it comes to dating and relationships and there's really no shock here like some of them were a lot of them were about like their physical appearance and others were actually like uh things i didn't really think about but i'm like oh my gosh i'm actually insecure Mm -hmm. of that too like it actually Mm -hmm. it triggered an insecurity in myself so some of them they think that um like from like the woman i'm tall too tall like i'm too tall for them they think that the guy might be feel like maybe a little bit like emasculated or they're not comfortable with having you know the woman being like the bigger one in the relationship um once again you know like i have tiny boobs like Mm -hmm. general insecurity like i have tiny boobs um and then what if oh there's another one what if i think my tiny boobs are normal but i have giant areolas like <laughs> oh yeah yeah like yeah. these are things and and it's and so and it's it sucks because like when it comes to these insecurities i mean these are things like you you can't change yeah. and you need to understand that like the boobs that we see like those are like what somebody like years and years and years ago was like you know what that's what titties should look like. And like, this is like the standard and like the ones that you Mm -hmm. see are those boobs. Like you don't see like the tiny boobs with big areolas or like the inverted nipples or like ones with hair. Like you don't, you don't see that. You don't see the different nipples and like boobs and like everybody has a unique rack. Like no two tits are alike. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Like our own two tits aren't even alike. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to like media and like everything that surrounds us of like showing like, for mm-hmm. our whole lives showing us what like we should look like mm-hmm. and like and like mike like for for women who are feeling this way i mean uh, and i'm not saying like you have to answer this for like all men or <laughs> give, even give your opinion but like what about when it comes to someone who's like really insecure like about like their breasts for instance and you're about to get intimate with them and they're like refusing to take off their bra and they're just like no i don't want you to see them because of x y and z and they tell you like i have ugly boobs like how would you how do you deal with that and how do you approach it and like do you do you care? Like, do you care? Oh my god, no! no I don't care. What <laughs> like, yeah, boobs. yeah. Or, or automatically as a guy, like I'm just like I'm happy enough to see boobs. Like regardless, it doesn't matter if it's dark areola, big areola. Like that stuff never really affected me. Um, I always like push back against it when like or like oh, I don't even want to say boys will be boys. That's a terrible term to say. <laughs> but it's um, I remember like pushing back against like people that I would hang out with when I was like younger and stuff like that. And when like comments would go around being like, Oh yeah. Like, like her, like her, her nipples are like really dark and mm-hmm. just like, what? Yeah, when did this become like a thing that yeah. we like cared about? So yeah. no, if someone was like super insecure about that, it was just reassurance that like, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if your nipples are long or whatever. Like I ain't perfect either. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm a man dime, but like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, so yeah, constant reassurance, letting them know that, yeah, no, I have so much things in my head. I, I know, <laughs> I know. It's kind of like, like I know it's a big question. Well, I also like feel like, um, well, both guys and girls have their own insecurities, especially about like their bodies and whatnot. And, oh, like, so many. I always find it interesting when I'm dating someone is I'll always ask like like in, once you're comfortable in the relationship I'll be like what is like your biggest insecurity like if you could change one thing about yourself like physical appearance what would it be and it's always something that you're like really like that's what you're insecure like I would never even like wouldn't be something I would ever notice and it's like always the same when they ask you the same question back mm-hmm. they're like what are you talking about right like it's mm-hmm. like you're, you're your toughest critic the like yeah. people don't realize like everyone has insecurities and like most people don't notice the other people's insecurities right, right? like yeah a big one for me like was my physical appearance because before like when I was younger I looked and I know everyone looks like different when they're younger but I looked like completely different especially after like I went through like chemo and cancer and everything else like that and getting like injected with so many different like medication and steroids like it kind of like changes your appearance of course and um and I remember that that fucked with me for like a long time especially since I was going to film school and I was getting into acting and there's like a big part of that where like your appearance is a thing and where you, you look completely different from headshots you took like a year ago mm-hmm. or so, like completely, like a completely different person. It's, um, it gets in your head. It gets in your head where like your own self identity and beauty is like thrown into question. 
to yourself. So I remember for a long time that took years for me to kind of get over. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was like tough for me to look at like old pictures mm-hmm. from like my high school prom and everything else like that. Even some pictures that like would pop up on Facebook and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, for a while. Stupid Facebook. Ten yeah. years ago today, I'm like, I don't want to see me and my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Or like, or when you do show those pictures to people and they're like, oh my God, you're so cute. Or like when they make certain jokes, like, what happened? And you're just like, yeah, fuck. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've seen like those older pictures before, yeah, yeah. but I think like you're so handsome today. Like back then, yeah. like you do look like a different person, but like, like not like a different person. You just look yeah, like, I know. you look like, I'm honestly, not to be too for, dramatic about no, it. and first of all, <laughs> you like hawked up, like you're like, mu- like super muscular yeah, and yeah. like you, you just, you look great. Like, and that, there you go. Like you're insecure about that, but like, I'm mm-hmm. literally being like, no, like, yeah, stop it. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I'm like, I'm yeah. over it now. I've, I've, yeah. I've come to terms like for a few years now, like, like my mm-hmm. own self and my body and everything else like that. But for, yeah, there was a while where it was just like, yeah, it would back in my head. It would just kind of get to me be like, oh, maybe I'd be like further on. Or maybe I would have got that role if I like looked uh-huh. like how I looked back in then. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's still things going on. When, like when I was younger, like I was so like abnormally skinny like I literally looked like I did not eat and like I remember when I was in school like people would make fun of like how skinny I was Mm -hmm. and like it's like the opposite of like when people get made fun of for like being like overweight or something it's like I would like whenever we talk about like eating disorders and like health class people would like look at me and I'm like okay like I'm not bulimic I'm just like built this way like it's like I'm just a skinny person like and like I was like I didn't like until I like hit puberty and like grew boobs and grew hips like I like was like an abnormal like this lanky tall girl and then I would like also dance which is like never really good for anyone's self-esteem and like I remember I was always like put in the back of the like the groups and stuff because I was so tall and that's why I was being put in the back even if it was like I was the best one in the class but it was Mm -hmm. just like like that obviously does something on your leg as a child, like your development oh, grow, sure. growing up. And I remember like being told that I like, couldn't be in a certain group because I was like too tall. Yeah. And I was like, why does it matter? Like, I just want to dance in this ballet group. Like, who cares no. how tall I am? Um, it's but. so it's so interesting that you say like the height thing. I mean, it's 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 so true. Like these little tiny instances in your life can have such like a long lasting effect. Like yeah, being you don't d- think the tall about thing. It then. You know, you see your class photo and you're the only girl in the back and it's like that feels shitty, mm-hmm. you know? And like, think about the guy who's like sitting at, on the, at the bench at the very front. It's yeah. like, cool, I'm short. And I'm like, oh, like a weasel yeah. and a turd. And like, that's how I feel because that's what my classmates think of me. Mm-hmm. Like, and like seeing that, like just completely shift and translate. Like these, the things start so young. It can be the smallest thing. Yeah. When I was 16, um, I started like modeling. <laughs> and so like, I have like a little portfolio and everything and I'd go to auditions and like casting. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, and uh, I remember going into an audition and um, the guy, the, like the guy said that my nose was too big. I think he was like the photographer or something. I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, like it's like scarred me. And I was like, yeah. oh, and I was like 16. And I was like, <gasps> okay, well now I need to get a nose job. Nose job. Oh. And oh, I was like, I didn't like, yeah. uh, it like luckily didn't consume. Like I, I was like upset about it for like, not a very long time like I wasn't like it's not like to this day I'm like I need to get a nose job like it didn't affect me that bad but it was still really shitty to Mm -hmm. have that like said to me Mm -hmm. like such a young age and I was like okay all right and I like didn't get picked for like whatever it was because my nose was too big (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I was like you don't just say that but that's just the industry as well like you just gotta have tough skin and yeah yeah yeah, it's a fucked up part of it oh yeah yeah unfortunately it is um, some other ones, people being insecure about like their living accommodations, like mm-hmm. having a, having a partner come and see where they live. Maybe it's not up to their standards or whatnot. So I can feel that one. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, I, I've definitely gone into some places where I'm like, try not to judge, try not to judge. And <laughs> I, I, no, I know that's really bad. Cause like, I'm totally yeah, like yeah, feeding yeah. into theirs, but it's just like, you know, um, and that's, and that's, it's once again, it's something that it's not like easily fixable sometimes you have no choice but to remain where you are yeah. um yeah. Like, i've gone on dates and i've seen people's houses i'm like oh my god this is so beautiful i have no idea how yeah. to afford this like 
I like I'm not embarrassed about my apartment at all, but like I like it my makes bed you is embarrassed. Two steps away from my kitchen. Yeah, I'm like I don't like I, uh, maybe you just moved to Toronto at the right time, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just like <laughs> well, and then something kind of similar to that too. It's um, insecure about maybe debt that you have, mm-hmm. uh, your financial situation, um, because finances. Once again, like we we talked about it, you never want to talk about money, religion, or politics, mm-hmm. um, because money is such a sensitive topic. And I know there are so many stats out there. But uh, finances are one of the biggest stressors of relationships when, oh, yeah. with, in a, when it comes to like long-term committed couples. Um, so it is a very important thing to talk about kind of in the beginning. Like let your partner know that, you know, you don't have like maybe like let them know if you're like 80K in debt, you know, because like <laughs> eventually like that debt becomes their debt and mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a shared thing. And, you know, I mean, like that could definitely be an insecurity or you're, you know, you want to date, but you can't because you just don't have the funds to do it and people will think you're you're cheap and you know and it's it's, it's, it's toronto it's, it's hard out here in the streets it's, it's hard like there are so many things that don't necessarily have to be about like your physical appearance but these are like yeah. and i think like mm-hmm. like your situation your situation your the situational ones um another one that i thought that was really interesting that somebody wrote in um which this is the one that kind of triggered the oh, I'm totally insecure about this as well. It's running out of things to talk about or coming off as boring, um, just poor conversation skills in general. That is a... Big I have like one. major social anxiety. Yeah. Like I, I am like fine if someone talk like obviously on a date, like like I that would totally be one of my fears is like I hate awkward mm-hmm. silences. And so like I have a tendency to just like ramble if it's an awkward silence. But then also like if I was just said like an event and I don't know anyone, like I it like gives me anxiety. Like I'm like, I need, like if I have someone next to me, I could go up and talk to someone. But for whatever reason, like I'm just like, I'm extroverted when someone starts talking to me, but I'm not like someone mm-hmm. who's just going to walk up in like a crowded room and be like, hey, I'm Lauren. Like, yeah, that gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> like, it's, it's true. Like even like situations where I know I'm going to have to make small talk to people okay. like lately, I'm just like something has changed. I just I can't be there. Like I just I, I can't because I do fear that. I'm not going to be a good conversationalist and then people won't think that I'm like funny or fun and you know maybe they'll think I come off as a bitch or something because so much pressure you're putting on yourself 100% but like yeah but like me personally I do feel that way in a lot of social situations Mm -hmm. like I actually really don't like being the center of attention like I actually don't like it at all um I actually don't don't. okay okay good I'm like what are you talking about I actually don't like I maybe like I used to but no like not so much anymore and yeah so just being like having to you know keep up that like funny maybe like bumble profile that you came up with like it's so Mm -hmm. funny it's so witty they're probably expecting like I would expect them to have like a very similar like you know like witty witty banter about them and if they don't live up to it then it's kind of like oh you know Mm -hmm. I feel insecure about it too I don't know the fact that you have a podcast it was like oh you're used to talking all the time so yeah and it's like, and it's like no 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 talking to three people <laughs> <laughs> and it's and we have like the modern day cue cards we have notes in our iPhones. Yeah, yeah. so yeah um and this one this one's really interesting as well um and i didn't even think of this but uh the, the last uh sorry uh they're chronically ill but it's an invisible disease mm-hmm. um and when is it okay to disclose it like when should you disclose that and i think you know whatever that invisible disease might be um and it could be you know like mental health illnesses like things like that i mean how do you tell somebody when's the right time to be like i have severe anxiety or depression is depression mm-hmm. issues or like i'm gonna miss your award ceremony because i am just too anxious and or depressed yeah. and i can't get out of bed like these are true insecurities i don't feel like there is a good time frame i think it comes down to when you're prepared to yeah. let that person in on that part of your life yeah mm-hmm. um i agree regardless I- of how severe I feel like obviously it still has such a long way to go with mental health and stuff, yeah. but like people are becoming more open. Like even I notice it among my friends and I don't know if that's just because we've all gotten older and more mature about it or whatnot. But like in the last couple of weeks, even I've had like two of my friends be like, I need to cancel my plans. Like I, I just had a panic attack. I need to work on my mental health. And I'm like, no problem like let mm-hmm. me know if you need to talk like if you need anything like i'm here and they're like thanks so much for being such a good friend and it was just like such a 2020 conversation and i'm like this is how it should be but like mm-hmm. it's not and that's the reality mm-hmm. of it but like um like 
thankfully it's like starting to come mm-hmm. like people are more educated about it and like are coming around to it but there's like it's the one good thing social media has done is kind of making like mm-hmm. mental like mental health and mental health awareness um just like uh like not such a like a taboo topic yeah now we're able to like openly discuss it like everybody and their mom has a therapist now yeah. You know, and oh, they, yeah. they always talk about it. Like it's, it's like a thing, Yeah, you know, or like in depression and anxiety and, you know, like it's completely normalized on social media platforms. And I mean, that's what most of us are consuming in a day. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, I think we're getting there. Yeah. I think, I think what you said, Mike, to echo completely 100%, like there's never like a good, there's mm-hmm. never a great time to disclose something like that, but that's part of who you are. And when you're with the right person, they're going to, they're going to love you no matter what. And they'll accept it. And who knows, like maybe by you opening up, they can share something about themselves as well. Sometimes it's just a matter of like taking that first step. And I don't know, I think it's kind of like, kind of awesome when somebody just is kind of like upfront about it, you know? And then instead of like finding out later, and that actually happened to me. And like when I was dating somebody, like they did not disclose that they suffered from like severe anxiety and depression. And I would get really upset when they would bail on me. Mm-hmm. Cause then I would, you know, cause I'm like, well, you, and obviously you don't like me. Like, yeah, that's how I'm taking wasn't it. What was happening. But they just didn't, they weren't confident enough. They didn't want to open up to me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, well, the right, when you're with the right person, you will feel comfortable enough to like open up. And mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like too, sometimes you don't realize like how much you might have in common with someone. Like I remember once like driving with my friends somewhere and we were going away for the weekend. And it was like when I had, first started going to therapy like as an adult like years ago and she was like hey like can I tell you something I haven't told anyone I'm like yeah like sure and she's like so I've like started to go to therapy and like yada yada and I was like oh my god like I started to go to therapy too and then we like bonded over like therapy and we talked about therapy and I was like this is such a great conversation and she's like I was like it's funny like because it's like all these I think even with you as like I hadn't told anyone that I'd gone to therapy and you were like I've been thinking lately like of maybe like getting a therapist and I was like well funny you say that like mm-hmm. I just started going to then like once you start talking about it more with yeah. different people then you like you become more comfortable with it right like mm-hmm. but it's that like initial like I don't know mm-hmm. like, it's just how we're brought up right yeah like, yeah absolutely uh shifting gears okay. to more insecurities yes. uh performance in the bedroom mm. sexual insecurities I mean mm-hmm. like like I'm when I am so insecure about my performance in bed because I know like homeboy is watching all the porns and has all the, <laughs> all the porns and I'm like mm, am I gonna be able to do that like do guys like really watch porn and like expect girls to like do that sometimes, so, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yeah. see yeah. especially when you're younger totally mm-hmm. but um that was an issue for me for like a while it was like sexual performance i remember the first time that like it really tripped me up was when i started dating this girl met in film school just like for me it was like love at first sight kind of thing we didn't start dating until like three years after super into her and after we were it was like it was the night we're gonna hook up and it's like nothing was working Mm -hmm. and it just fucked with me in my head i was Mm -hmm. just like what's going on because in my head i'm ready like, mm-hmm. let's do this. Why aren't you working mm-hmm. this yep. one time ever? Yeah, yeah. Right? And um, and it, just, it messes me for, like, a few years after that. Especially being a guy or being, like, or having that image of, like, a athletic alpha male kind of mm-hmm. dude being black. <laughs> and uh, there's these certain, I don't know stigmatisms or stereotypes that are thrusted on you through society and through other people around you and um so like if that's not working like as mm-hmm. a guy it makes you feel so less yeah like what's wrong like, exactly yeah. what's wrong yeah so yeah. like when that happened like it just it like really affected your dating life like after the fact like for like three oh, yeah. years after are you just like oh, paranoid yeah, yeah. After effect, again? After oh, effect, no. because you're you're constantly scared once if it happens again yeah or and if it happens again and, and it's then see that, that person yeah. understanding it's sure maybe if it's like your girlfriend or something like that it could be or like a significant other it could be make, like a little bit easier they're a little more understanding 
But if it's someone like, I don't know, that you met at like a party or a club mm-hmm. and you guys go yeah, back. Like a one night stand. Yeah, yeah, a one night stand. Like, and you're about to hook up and you're just like, well, what the fuck, motherfucker? I came here for a <laughs> dick and you can't even give me that. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I asked for oh. one thing. <laughs> right? And that yeah. kind of like doubles down and fucks with you too. Now, and so. I can yeah. see that because I'm like. Oh yeah, go ahead, Laura. I was just saying, I feel like sometimes like I've been in my head in those scenarios with like guys, whether it's like a first time or like mm-hmm. a random person that I'm hooking up with. But like for girls, like I don't need to have an erection. Like yeah, yeah. maybe like I'm not that wet or something because I'm in my head. But like you can get past that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, yeah. uh, definitely, I could I could see how like if that. I mean, the amount of times I've been in my head about things, like, I mm-hmm. have some major problems. And I think, like, that sort of situation happens a lot for guys. Um, I think, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, a lot of women don't realize that it doesn't work that easily. Like, it's not yeah. like a guy gets horny, he gets a boner, and then he's just able to perform. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not always the it's case. It's not that easy all the time. And then, there's days when it is, and there's other days where you're just like... And it's and not then, necessarily mm-hmm. you. Like, and that was my other exactly. point. That was my other point. Exactly. Like, sometimes... When that happens, girls feel like, oh, my God, are you not attracted yep. to me? Mm-hmm. Am yes. I the issue? Yeah. Then you're Why insecure. can't you get it up? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then the yeah. girl. And then everyone's insecure. I was going to say. No one wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one insecurity that like your insecurity is actually like the the woman is like, oh, my God, I have giant areolas. This is why he can't get a heart on. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it just, it's so funny. It combos. 100%. Yeah. And then you're both like awkward and insecure. And it's just kind of like. And like we're scared to talk about it. Like communication, mm-hmm. guys. Just like I think the more that we are just like open and we create that dialogue, like this shit won't be happening. It took a while. It took a little yeah. bit to like get that, and then to you know, have a dialogue with other guys and be like, "No, dude, this happens. Like, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it." Yeah. And then there's other traumas. <laughs> but like, we yeah. all have traumas. And I, I, I think it's really important. Like when that's like I happened to me, and I really, honestly, like from the guy's perspective like I really don't care like mm-hmm. like shit happens and I don't think any less of you I don't no. think I don't and I is it because you think like you know like, you're not enough of a man like you said alpha man yeah. I'm like honestly never would never would have gone there I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been like wow this guy can't even you know get hard like that's just not something that would ever cross my mind and that's fantastic and that's you guys but like there's I'm so sure, many yeah. people that have been in situations where it's just like you feel so small and I think that's like already me- are but <laughs> 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 I love that. But I, I also think it becomes like, I don't know if it's just like for me, but like I feel like it's become easier as you get older and like more mm-hmm. mature and like yep. you experience more things yep, totally. and you become more comfortable talking about those things mm-hmm. and yeah. you're just like, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe you've, you've seen seen some shit yeah. so you like know you know how the world works better or something yeah. and I think that's just what like also when it comes to like age but like looking back at like when a lot of when like the things that we're fearing like I think that they were like maybe discussed in like not the best environment like hanging out in high school with your boys or yeah. hanging out in high school with your girlfriends and they're telling there's they're talking about something and you know you hear how like your buddies for instance are talking about this girl and they're just like ripping her to shreds and it's just like you know what i mean like i really and like saying like girls here then we're like oh my god this guy here his, his penis was only like three inches like Mer. like mm-hmm. like you do that but i think now like we don't like i my my girlfriends and i we don't really have like those like hateful conversations like anymore i think that was definitely like when we were younger like we weren't yeah, exactly. mature enough to right. understand like you know the reasons like why this is happening mm-hmm. and like understanding that Hey, baby, this is just how people are built. This is this is yeah. who they. This is how they look. This is you know they can't change. So I think we're definitely like it's an it, it comes with age. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So if you are younger and you are listening to this, I mean, like the the sooner you can be mature about these things, mm-hmm. the better. Or you yeah. hear like your friends yeah. venting about something they like don't like, and you're, in your head you're like, well, like yeah. I kind of like that, and then it makes you insecure. Like, should I like that? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, like, and then that's how it all starts. <laughs> Like, until you're old enough to realize like it's normal that everyone's different everyone like likes different things it's okay things to different be different yeah, it's different it's good <laughs> oh I came to terms a long time ago that my taste in women is completely different than my best friend oh yeah <laughs> so, like, so, yeah. yeah um another thing it's uh stemming from you know when you're in these like long-term relationships that, you know, maybe you're scared that one day you'll lose a spark or maybe mm-hmm. one day you fear that you won't be attracted 
to them the way you once were or you know they pick up a new like you know annoying like tick of some sort and you're like oh my god I can't stand this about you anymore and I think that like just you know kind of setting yourself up for like disaster like like thinking about those things I think it really does screw up for the long run but I think those are completely um I remember remember where I heard this or read this or I don't know what it's from but someone saying like the things that you fell in love with about your partner or the things you're going to end up hating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, you get like oh frustrated with them. But I can't remember where it was from. Like, I don't know if it's wrong. That's over time. Like, just like, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, not saying like, not that the in a year are, of your on a time clock, but I mean, like, it's when like there's other red flags in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, those things that you looked at were like super endearing. Now, it's just, since that distance has already started to happen, you start looking at them as like <laughs> yeah. occurrence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I look back at past relationships when my significant other like snapped at certain things that like I've been doing for years. Now I'm just like, oh shit, that was a red flag. Shit was already going down. Mm. Uh, yeah. That true. was a red flag that like the, the, the disconnect already happened. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's some deep shit. Crazy. <laughs> um, and I think also like another like big insecurity like that a lot of people um mentioned was uh they're just scared that they're not interesting enough. Mm. And I just want to say, like, here's the thing: like, you be yourself, be yourself. You do not have to be the most interesting person in the world. Like, you really truly don't. Because I think when you go out to be like, how am I gonna make a good impression on this person? I really want them to like me. I need to, you know like say like like maybe you signed up for a boxing class and you're like oh my god I love boxing I'm super into boxing and it's like that's not you like you're not being true to yourself um and like don't be don't be afraid to show who you really truly are you know I think uh this one of the scariest things is you know like you know falling for somebody who has never been truly genuine they Mm -hmm. were just this completely manufactured version of what they thought that you wanted them to be Mm -hmm. and it it, it's really really harmful and there's always like someone out there for that person like the amount of like amount of times i've gone on dates with people i'm like they were nice but like i didn't like this this and this about them but like someone else could love those things about that Mm -hmm. person so like i don't know it's just there's always someone there for you Mm -hmm. somewhere be yourself unless you can be batman then be batman Okay. <laughs> um, but <laughs> okay. on that note, <laughs> on that note, so um, like Lauren, you, I remember you mentioned in the beginning that you uh, there was like you asked, you know, um, if I forget what it was, but I thought it would be like an interesting thing, like if we go around and say like what's like one, what's our like biggest insecurity and like what or biggest insecurity that we could change, like what, if there like what's something about us that we would like to change about ourselves like like it can be anything internally externally it can be internally externally but what is that one insecurity that you're like oh i wish i could change i know i'm kind of putting you guys on the spot here so sal you can go last okay give me those big eyes are like "Mm." i have like an an internal one and an external one okay (laughs) we'll we'll do we'll do an any any in and outie okay this is a new game any and outie (laughs) our new segment what are the things we hate about ourselves here's uh, Okay, I think internally. Internally, um, definitely like how much I get in my head. Like I'm an anxious person. I overthink everything, and like talked about it in this episode. Some of the things I overthink. So that would be like something I wish I could change. I wish I could just like not care about all these things. Externally, um, I'm most self conscious about my thighs. So if I could somehow change that, you know. I'd feel better about myself, but then I'd probably find something else I didn't like about myself. So, you know, it's an endless game. <laughs> Your thighs? It's because I hate my <laughs> And here's so why. Funny. Here we go, guys. This is, Here this is, this is what why. friends do. Here's why. Okay. Because I have cellulite on my thighs, which is a genetic thing for everyone out there. You cannot cure it by any kind of cream. I have tried. My mom has tried. It runs in my family. And, like, I, I don't know, like, for whatever reason, like, I just don't like that about my mm-hmm. thighs. And like, it drives me insane that you could be like skinny and in shape and you can still have cellulite. And yep. then someone could be like 600 pounds and have no cellulite. Like, it just bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> word up. Like, so, um, yes, that is my insecurities. 
See, and I never would have known that yeah. because like, I, I, I'm, I always like, you know me, I'm always like, oh, Lauren has like the most banging bod because you have like, like this completely like slender, beautiful figure. But then you're like, you got the booty, you got the, you got the boobies. Like, it's like, what the fuck? And you have great bone structure. Like, it's just so crazy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Guys. Like, I just like, yeah, I love your body. <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's weird. But I yeah, do. most people will never notice it. Though. Yeah. And then when I was younger, I had like, well, mm-hmm. I still do, but like. When I started getting stretch marks on my thighs, which like everyone has, but mm-hmm. so I think that's where it kind of like yeah. stemmed from. Yeah. And like the, like the internal like dialogue getting in your head about things. I mean, who doesn't have that? Yeah. You yeah. know, that, and then that voice is really hard to like quiet down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike, what about you? Uh, don't mean to piggyback, but it's the same thing that internal dialogue, like when I'm with someone, especially in the beginning, I'll, um, I'm already like thinking five years in the future, 10 years in the future, or like I'm already like trying to like mm. piece together like, oh, this, 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 this is where it's not going to work. So like. I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think that's like weird. an overthinking thing. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Like I'm already jumping in the future and making assumptions on how things mm-hmm. will turn out without actually experiencing it. So that's definitely something that uh, I want to rectify or, um, or ease back on. Because at the same time, I think it's kind of useful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, externally, you don't have don't to have an internal external. I, know, I, I just know. happen to have one. <laughs> I think I've come. To, I don't know. I've come to terms with a lot of things about my external. I don't know. Maybe clubby. Clubby. <laughs> what? What's clubby? See if I tell you, it's going to be super noticeable. I love clubby. <laughs> no, just because of. Um, when I was younger, when I was going through like all that medication and stuff like that, one of my calves is bigger than the other. Oh, so it, it does make it like super annoying sometimes. Where like I'm shopping and like That's getting like jeans or pants or anything else. Like I that. never would have known that. No one knows this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this is clubby mm-hmm. because it's weird. <laughs> what an odd thing that like yeah to your body like. Yeah. So okay, I am ready. But oh, now I, you go, girl. But do you want to go? No, you got yeah. this. <laughs> okay, so oh, you something internally that I would like to change about myself. So I, 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 I like this about myself, and I also don't like it about myself. Like okay. I'm a empath. Like I truly do I feel you. for like I, I feel for literally everything, <laughs> like animals, people, things, objects. It's important sometimes. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> it's it's like a lot. It's like actually a lot. And I know that other empaths like feel this way too. It's like a lot to take on. And um, but yeah, I just I am emotional. Like I just I really do have a lot of feelings <laughs> for things. Which is, yeah, I get it's like um, a good thing, but it's also it's a good thing and it's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and then an external thing that I would change, um, and I'm hiding them right now, but it's my hands. I hate my hands so much. What? Why? Um, so I've like always been like double jointed. Um, I can do weird shit with my hands yeah. and fingers. And nice. um, when I don't have like, when I don't have my nails done, like I bite my nails. So then they're like these stubby little things with the shortest little baby nails. Um, and they just, they're just ugly. So they're okay when I wear, when I have, um, like when I have my nails done, they're like somewhat better. But if I don't have my nails done, my hands are, I just don't like my hands. And that's why I don't wear jewelry. Interesting. Yeah. I just don't like it. Tension off them. Yeah. I hate them. I had no idea. See, this is such proof in point. Like all of us are like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) guys, this right? Like. You, so you, you don't want to show, show us? Show oh, no, us, I can show like, us. Yeah, they're just like little like stubby things. Like, they just look like cute little hands. They're stubby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you could have like long witch fingers like me. And then my nails yeah. are short because I bite them. Yep, same camp. Okay. So yeah, and then like I can do weird shit like this. Like I'm double same. jointed. Oh, you can do that too. Oh, my hands are like wildly double jointed as well. I can do so. this my And then mom. I can do... Yeah, oh, I same. can do that too. Like, what oh, I didn't fuck? know you were double jointed. I'm double jointed. I can do like all these like really like weird. Can you do this? <laughs> See, there's always someone just as weird as you. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, that was another one of the insecurities somebody wrote in. They're like, I'm so scared that like no one will like will be able to accept me for how weird I am. And I'm like, honestly, there oh, someone sure. will. Yeah, someone definitely. will. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like. 
What a thing. What a, th- what a thing to <laughs> Look be. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Well, this has been a great um, episode. I'm not going, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, hold on here. This was really You're yeah. us on the um, spot. Yeah. So I think, I don't know how to translate this. I don't know how to translate this, but. Um, we'll are you, are you okay, Sal? Yeah, just you like girl. I just smudged my oh, winged eyeliner. For some reason, I thought I saw blood on your hand, and I was like, "Oh my god!" No, is your nose bleeding? <laughs> and again? now her hands are bleeding. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, how do I like translate this? See, this is actually my insecurity. Um, I have so many thoughts, like. The things that go on in my brain, I wish I was able to express them as eloquently as they sound in my mind. <laughs> and instead, they come out and I sound like a valley girl and I can't stop saying like and I have all these like little things. So for me, I just I wish and it's it's interesting when I'm around people who um, I'm, I'm very impressionable. I'm very impressionable. So when I'm around people who, you know, they don't speak like valley girls and we, like, they, they, you know, when they actually have a they speak up like more like upper crust i don't know how to like how is so how not upper crust. Crust. <laughs> no 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 because like but like and more like in like in a work situation yes. yeah, yeah. like things like when i'm around that like I, I feel like i'm i'm okay but i'm not like as good as i could be and i mm-hmm. think it's i'm just like nervous to say it and um it's just it's really frustrating because i and like i just i i have things i want to say but i just have trouble like making them go from here to here. Mm. Yeah. Um, you can't see, but I was pointing from my he- my head to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if I could just figure out how to like tap into that and like eradicate it, that'd be great. Eradicate. <laughs> um, and then I think externally, like I like obviously you guys know, like I just I just don't like my like the my body fat like and if i had to pick just like one area like i think it's just like my like torso area like i actually like really love my legs like i love my legs so so much um like they're like the strongest part of my body and like i've never had like issues with them but i do have like i don't like my stomach like i hate my stomach and i hate my boobs and i hate my back like it's just like not cute so if i could like just like snap my fingers and change that like that would be amazing. Um, well, I have said that you can give me some of your boobs. I know. I, I told you, I'm like, if there was a way, if <laughs> there was, if there was a way, I I would, I would, 100. percent But yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there is a way. <laughs> I don't think that's healthy or sanitary whatsoever. Here's some fat cells from me. Uh, and you could We'd give people to, like other organs. Like, why can't you? Well, we have to be I mean, the same blood organ, type and you know, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think like and so like that's. But everybody knows that, like you know, and just yeah, I don't know. I think that would that would be it. Like I, because I don't, I don't like totally hate my everything about myself. Like I said, I like my thighs, but that was what I would probably want to change most. But the great news is, I can fix it. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, you're lucky. You can fix it. I can't fix my hands. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, you know what? I, you know what? Though, do you want to know? What I, I tried all my the games. Fucking hate my feet. You guys, uh, you, yes. my toes are sick. Like, I hate them. <laughs> and they're always dry. Like, you guys know. I, like, yeah. I hate my feet. They're dry. Yeah, remember that episode thing. you did with the eggs on your feet? Uh, see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> proven point. Proven point. They take a lot of maintenance. Like, jeez. Uh, well, should we talk about what we love about ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. Because this Ooh, is bad. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Yeah, your blue I, eyes. I know there's things okay, I love myself, but... Okay, Lauren, like, you... Okay, fuck, like, we're not going to say that things that we like about ourselves, so, like, let us just, like, do it for each other, I guess. <laughs> but, no, like, yeah, like, Lauren has, like, the best eyes yeah. ever. They are so blue. Like I said, you have impeccable bone structure. Yeah. You have one of the... You have, like, this the hardest... Great. I like this episode. <laughs> your, your, your work ethic is like insane. oh yeah like, like we mentioned so before this podcast would not exist if like, it wasn't for Lauren straight it's a up. blessing and it's a curse yeah. really like you're so you're so independent like yeah. I, I feel like you're like fi- like financially sound like you're never like you're not like super frivolous like some people on this podcast <laughs> um but like, like you just you're just you're very responsible and like these are like these are awesome qualities these are things I'm like fuck Thanks, I wish I had girl mm-hmm. yeah Surround yourself with the right people, guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just give you. And then Mike. Hype you up. Our lovely oh, Mike. producer. Mike has like the best Y'all advice. <laughs> He always gives me um, a good male perspective because God knows I need it on a regular basis. They think mm-hmm. you're the only reason Arnold and I are I dating. was just going to say, my probably, it's yeah, true. it's you. true. <laughs> you're the voice of reason among mm-hmm. all of us girls. Yeah, um, it's true. 
I th- know. Yeah. So I think, I think Mike just has like, you have, you are just, when you really love something or you're passionate about something, like it's just like tunnel vision and you're all in, like, you're not the type of person that's like, like wishy-washy about things. Like you, like when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And I think that is like so fucking awesome. And you're such a good friend. Like you're always there. Like it doesn't matter, you know, what I'm going through. Like I message you and I'm super abrupt and annoying. And I know, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm always like, I think Mike. we're all annoying to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> or Mike. I'm like, Mike, Puts what are you so doing? And, yeah. And like, he just, and it's just, he just gives it to you straight. And like, you know, he's just so fucking genuine with everything, like the feedback or his advice. Like, it's just like he's actually listening and he's like, I'm going to provide you with like the bombest advice mm-hmm. right now. And like, that's so lovely. And also like you're jacked, like your muscle, like your arms, <laughs> your arms. You're jacked. I mean, you're so <laughs> handsome. Oh. And I mean, yeah, you're just. Carly's so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> she is good at lifting everyone up. She is. <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. I can't do a sound. I'm so bad so at talking about people. We can, we can, so we can just like say our goodbyes. It's now. awkward. It's awkward. Like, I actually don't want you guys to say anything about me. So Mike, just oh cut my that. Oh, my But it's not like. Let's talk. Wait, no. We can't just like all do it and then not. And then. No, we're going to do Carly too. Okay, good. You're just next in the circle. Oh, Okay. Okay, so hey, go on. It's like obviously you talked about your your best and worst being an em- empath. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you're probably like the nicest person ever to every single person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> which like sometimes I'm like, come on, I'll be a bitch. Be a bitch. But like you won't, you won't, which is like a great thing. <laughs> so like yeah. I know whenever I need like someone who's just gonna like be the sweetest person. Oh. I'll go to you. And then when I need someone to just tell me how it is, I'll go to Carly. <laughs> Which is a great quality about Carly. There you go. There you go. Yeah, like, I, I'm just genuinely, like, so happy that, um, like, a, like this podcast happened because then, as Al, you and I would never be friends. Oh, and And it's just, like, it's so great to have somebody like you on their team and in their court because like like every like what Lauren said but it's just so true like you truly are such a fucking sweetheart and you have the kindest heart and you will do like anything for those that you love and it's so apparent and I love the fact that you're so like committed to your family I think that speaks volumes to like who you are as a person like you're always so concerned about your mom and your dad and like your brother and it's just it's it's just so nice that you are just like very selfless in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And I also think that it's great that you have like this amazing, like yoga passion and um, yeah. And you just like have like, like a kick, like an amazing bod. Like I hate you. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> uh, like you have the best yoga booty I've ever seen. It's like, what, um, where did that come from? Uh, and the dog oh, stuff. Like when you actually travel so all the way like, across oh. borders, but it was like the other day I like asked yeah, Sal like what her bathing suit size was at a store because I was ordering some and she's like I'm like whatever size and I was like okay like in my head I'm like Kim like a size bigger and she, she, you're like no no you're the same size as me I'm like we are not the same size like, <laughs> let's be honest here but thank you I appreciate you thinking that <laughs> <laughs> like, I generally thought we were are nice like, things <laughs> yeah but we will say like even though you are like you you can like you could be a bitch like yeah when, oh yeah when someone you I will to. say like if someone like you guys have crosses, seen me be a bitch yeah be if someone crosses oh, yeah, your sure. path yeah that like or does something shitty like you'll call them out all. like yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah for sure and I've like you, you don't take shit you're not a, you're not a pushover no so yeah thanks let's get that straight okay Carly <laughs> no pushing Carly, Carly, Carly. Uh, well, I've already said it. There's going to be silence. Me, no. She tells me the advice that like I need to hear. And everyone needs a friend that like will tell you what you need to hear. Like you, like sometimes We're you, a good balance is how it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you go to for certain friends for certain things. Like I, if <laughs> I want someone to just be like, you know what? You're right, Lauren. Like you, you are like, he, like see the best in people and everything. Like a sound, Carly will be like, this guy is a fucking asshole. <laughs> this is what you need to do. She's got a big fuckboy radar. He's a fuckboy. Don't That's look true. at his picture. Like, and she'll just be like, give it to you. You need to get rid of him, Lauren. You need to cut him off. You need to delete his number. And like, you're like, okay, I okay. I know. And yes. like yeah. you, you are super, super genuine too. And like you love your friends and family so much. Mm-hmm. And you're seriously the funniest person that Aww. like I've ever met. So naturally good. Yeah. yeah. Like, just quick yeah. and witty and like, yeah, just like so you would think this stuff is scripted and it's not. Yeah. Like 
one of just the most naturally talented people like I've ever known like around me. And I've known some people. <laughs> oh my god, that's so nice. Mike has known yeah, some yeah. I would like to thank my years of trauma. <laughs> I, was, I was about to go into that. Where like, no, it, it's like a diamond. There's like a lot of pressure that's like been built into that, but it's produced you and like who you are. Oh my god, am I a diamond? A, You're a oh, diamond. Absolutely, absolutely. Diamond in the round. Guys, I'm gonna name my daughter Diamond. <laughs> Just Please don't. She is going to be best stripper will, in the world. Like, okay? She will be destined oh. for well. And my second one will be Destiny, and they will both. Oh, mine will be Cinnamon. They'll all be a team together. Wow. Our, wow. our show will be great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, all right, that's guys. That's so nice, you guys. See, guys, like, look at this. I mean, we insecurities, they're never a good thing. Like, insecurities suck, but guess what? We all have them. And look at that. We just threw them out there on the table and I already like feel so much better about myself I don't know about you guys but I just I think it's it's just fuck it own your insecurities talk openly about them and come from a place of like hey I just want you to understand that's not you it's me and that person will probably be like you know what fuck let's work on this shit together the right person will say yeah that, I was gonna say surround sure. yourself with the right people yeah, yeah. lift you up that's mm-hmm. true you raise me up so I can <laughs> stand don't on have the mountains oh my god you raise me up so does it count when you sing it though like yes <laughs> I am strong. we do what we want bye everyone bye thank bye. you for listening bye. don't forget to follow and subscribe Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.